0: Hello, this is Jill wigmore Welsh from Reading in Berkshire bringing you another recording in the Body Sensing and Movement Awareness series. So remember, these lessons are never designed to be a medical treatment and if you're concerned in any way that movement might be something that your health condition would be worsened by, then check with your clinician your doctor your consultant your specialist before you start doing anything new so remember you can also do the lessons in your imagination so you can listen to this lesson and you can practice along in your imagination just purely and simply imagining yourself doing the movements but not actually carrying them out So this lesson today has actually been recorded with someone in mind and the lesson is designed to assist with having more clarity over head and neck movement, eye movement, breath and to support being able to have an awareness, a sort of self-observation of what it is that is happening and going on so with any lesson it's a really good idea just to start from the place of being curious and not judging so whatever you notice and find out about yourself and how you're using yourself rather than being concerned if you discover that Perhaps one movement is better than another movement in your own judgment or opinion um, and then wanting to try to equal things up just go with the flow just notice what it is that you do and in the same way that you'll notice I've got a smile on my voice and a smile on my face right now I find it quite amusing the way in which we all start judging and trying to improve and make ourselves better so this lesson is going to start off in sitting. You're sitting on an ordinary chair, just an ordinary chair. But as you're sitting in the chair, whether you can actually do this real time or whether you imagine yourself sitting uh, on a chair, I want you to be in a configuration so that you're not resting against the back of the chair. So you're actually sitting on the uh, towards the front of the chair, if you like, with your knees apart. Feet flat on the floor, hands uh, just resting lightly on your knees, and um, and just just sitting naturally, gazing ahead of you. And I want to I want you to start off just by idly sort of glancing, looking down. It's as if you were just sort of looking down towards towards your chest or. Just looking down towards the floor or it might be that if you were to imagine yourself say doing something for example you might be standing in a kitchen sink and uh, you might be doing the washing up and you're you're standing and you just glance down just glance down to have a look and see what's in the washing up bowl uh you just you just do that little movement and there will be, if you like, a a certain speed that you would normally do that movement at. And what I want you to do is just to slow it down a bit. So slow the movement down a bit as you look down and up and notice how your eyes will go with the movement. And the first thing I'd like you to do is to notice what starts the movement. think of looking down is it your eyes that start the movement and you start looking down with your eyes or is it that your head moves and we could create a whole lesson around that but we're not going to do that right now so come back to sitting and now look ahead Um, Find a point, uh, find a point uh, on the wall in front of you or gaze out of the window. Maybe you can see a tree in the distance and watch that tree um, with your eyes. And as you now move your head down, I want you to notice what it feels like just to, to do that nodding movement of your head coming down, but without it actually being with your eyes moving. So it's just a little nod that takes place and then do once where you look down and then once where you have your gaze ahead of you and take your time remember you can stop this for as long as you like notice your breathing so as you're doing this little movement do a very small movement and Cut that movement down maybe to 50% of of the maximum you could potentially do. And then place one hand uh, on your sternum, so that's the area of your chest, just at the base of your throat, just below your, your, your clavicle, either side. So place the palm of one hand flat, And repeat this this movement, just of gazing down and up or looking ahead and moving your head down and up. And notice what's going on in your chest. Do that a couple of times. As I say, remember, this is a self-observation process. The information that you're discovering is... Is, is just for you, for nobody else and there's no judging as whether it's right or whether it's wrong and sometimes if you do this on some days you might find that the quality of the movement varies you might find some days where perhaps you've been quite busy and you come to do this movement there'll be a different sense of the movement and other days it might feel quite different as well so, so just play with it Um, and then bring your hand so that you can place your hand. If you manage to do this, put one hand behind uh, behind your neck. So your head is still in the same configuration, so you're still looking ahead. But one arm is up, so let's say your little finger is more sort of up towards, pointing up towards the back of your skull and the thumb is sort of pointing down your back. But it's it's very much that your hand is... Is just sort of almost cupping the back of your, the base of your head and repeat this same couple of actions of glancing down and allowing your head to move and then looking ahead and moving your head down. Notice if there's any movement taking place um, at the back of your at the back of your neck when you do this movement. And if you want to, you can have one hand, say, on your chest, and then one hand on the back of your base of your skull, and do the movement once or twice, feeling what's happening under the hand on your chest, and then feeling what's happening on that, under the hand that's on the back of your neck. And customarily, people find that the majority of people find that actually there's a fair bit more movement taking place under the hand that's on the back of their neck than perhaps any feeling of movement that might be taking place um, in that um, sternum area. And now what I want you to do is just to put your hands on your knees, so you're still sitting, you've got your hands resting on your knees um, and I want you to think about inviting the low part of your back, your pelvis, and low part of your back, just sort of roll back. So if you were to be sitting quite sort of upright on your pelvis, you'd be allowing the weight, just to, your weight, just to roll onto your bottom, and then come back to where your weight would be just in the start position. So you roll roll your pelvis back, and you might find your hands just seem to sort of slide a little bit forwards naturally on your legs. You're not perhaps thinking of sliding your arms, you're not extending and uh, straightening your elbows, but you might find there's a sort of a natural slide of your hands along the fronts of your thighs. Um, and just feel how that is if you're moving the bottom part of your back there, moving your pelvis, just curling it, as I say. So the muscles of the bottom, your glutei muscles, you're just rolling your weight over onto those gluteal muscles. Now, for some people, you might find that you're sitting on those bottom muscles the whole, whole of this time, and you might think, oh, well, I can't roll it any further back. Um, in which case, maybe... Maybe lift up off those bottom muscles and see if you could, you know, just sort of lift yourself forward a little bit from your pelvis. And that that might be a whole other different way of moving. So if you like, the pelvis could be rolling back, curling underneath you, a bit like a a prawn, you curling up a little bit like a prawn, and then straightening out again. And as you do that, you could idly put one hand on the back of your Skull. If you come to that configuration, so to stop a minute, have a rest if you want to. Have rest any time you want to when you do lessons. And if you want to have a rest and it isn't at a time when the lesson has a rest, you can stop the lesson. You can do little parts of the lesson so you can come back to another little part of the lesson at a later point. But pop one hand now behind your skull so that you can sort of cup the back of your skull with your little finger pointing up towards the back of the skull and your thumb pointing down towards your um, pelvis, and you're just cupping the back of your skull there. And as you as you do the movement again, you, you do this rolling movement and just notice what it feels like now on the back of your on the back of your head. And then Play with it. So come back to the first movement you did again where you had a hand on your chest and a hand on the back and look down and up, and you felt perhaps quite a bit of movement taking place in the back of your neck. Um, and then do the movement leading from the pelvis. And it's interesting how we get into habits, and our habits all vary from person to person so just play with this movement a little bit first leading maybe with the the head moving looking down and then inviting the, the rolling of the pelvis to become involved and then maybe the next time do a little bit of a rolling of the pelvis and then bringing the head down so in a optimal i guess functioning environment, um, every part, in theory, of the skeleton could be moving, but of course that's incredibly complex and complicated, so it's highly likely, if you think of the majority of people moving, that they're only going to be moving perhaps, I don't know, even 20% of their potential to be integrating the whole of their system. Um, but what can also happen is that sometimes um, that can drop right down, <laughs> so that a movement such as looking down and looking up can actually just be focused on to sort of a very very small area, maybe just you know three or forty percent of uh, the potential of your whole system to be working, um, and sometimes that can trigger all manner of problems, especially around the base of the neck where. The skull sits on um, the top bone, um, the atlas, which is a little bit like a ring. And the skull does a lot of (laughs) swivelling as you turn to look to one side to the other. There's a lot of swivelling. And um, there's a lot of little bits of movement of sliding and gliding that take place. But also there's some quite big blood vessels up there which can get a little bit pinched. So sometimes that can also cause some dizziness or feelings of uh, not feeling comfortable when you come to move, and that can cause tension. And that tension can mean that we tense up and hold our breath when we're scared. And by doing that, what can happen is that it locks the movement in the rib cage and it makes it more difficult to move. So being kind and just observing ourselves and noticing what we do uh, can sometimes help us to understand how things might have shifted over a period of time. So when you're doing this this curling um, and sliding, what I want you to do is to think about this gentle movement of rolling of the pelvis. And as you're rolling the pelvis and sitting, just, just feeling if there's any shift or change under your feet? Is your weight moving perhaps back a little bit onto your heels or your toes or what's going on? Which movement feels easier for you to do? The sort of curling and rolling of the pelvis and looking down a little bit and then arching and moving the pelvis forward and looking up? Which, what fits with you? What movement feels, ah, yeah, that's familiar. Um, Which movement is a bit, oh, I haven't done that for a while, this doesn't feel the way I'd usually do things. And as I say, remember your whole system, we learn patterns of movement from when we're in the womb. So we start moving from when we're in the womb and uh, then as young children we develop all sorts of movement patterns that eventually mean we can stand and run and jump and climb and ski and... Oh, do all the activities you want to do during the day, but oftentimes we lose some of these uh, abilities to do things just purely and simply because we get set in our ways and we get we get little trances and habits that work. So, if what's happened is that you've perhaps not been so well for a while, what can happen is changes can little changes can take place, and very soon those little changes can become newly established patterns by doing some of this movement work what happens is that you just open up those pathways in your brain again in a nice kind gentle way and uh, remind your brain that that pattern and habit of doing things is there and the great thing about that is that your system doesn't remember um, doesn't forget those patterns. And so when you do a little movement sequence like this and you have little rests and you have little breaks, which is why I'm talking to you now, so you can have a little rest. um, It's a little bit like giving your system a good meal. You're giving it some food, giving it some nutrition, giving it some play, and then you're giving it a rest. And then you're listening to my voice. And that allows your system just to actually make sense, open up those pathways. And sometimes when we do things like this, we find that we begin to start to do things differently. So allow yourself to come up into standing and maybe in standing making sure you're safe you've got something in front of you again just repeat this movement of looking down and looking up glancing down glancing up very gently don't push yourself you don't have to look at the ceiling you can just look up just to look up if there's a tree you can look at the tree a little bit higher and then you can look a little bit lower if you're looking out of the window make sure you've got something in front of you if you were Bit dizzy and then actually stay looking at whatever it is ahead of you and see if you can move your head up and down without your eyes moving and then you can keep your head facing forward and look down and up so it's just your eyes moving up and down you can repeat the same process of, uh, of looking Uh, to the left and to the right and turning your head to the left and your right but choosing which you want to do and then coming back to this little glancing down movement just notice as you're standing whether there's anything going on in the low part of your back um, or whether all of the movement is taking place or a high percentage of the movement is taking place at the back of your neck notice if you're shifting your weight for example Sometimes if you want to look down, if you just shift your weight back a little bit, it can make a massive difference to the ability just to be able to look at that, look down. Um, there's probably hundreds and hundreds of ways that you could perform this. And part of uh, self-observation, part of a process like this, is to be guided through discovering what it is that you're doing. But also then there's a the next progression which is to discover how to do things perhaps a slightly different way and when you begin to start to know how to do things a little bit of a different way then that gives you much more freedom of choice so this is the end of the first part of the lesson and i will now add in a second part of the lesson so if you want to you can stop the recording stop doing what you're doing right now Um, And then you can come back and you can find this place at about 20 minutes in and you can do the second part of the lesson or if you want to, you can add in the second part of the lesson to the first part. It's up to you. So in this part of the lesson, I want you to be thinking about sitting down. So come back to that sitting position again. And allowing yourself to just look out of the window or fix that point in front of you um, allow yourself just to turn your head to one side with your eyes looking at that point in front of you and then turn your head towards the other side and back to the center again as you do the movement notice what it feels like to turn to one side and come back to the centre and then turn to the other side and observe if one turning feels more like you. If it just feels more natural, say, to turn to your left or turn to your right. Um, Which one feels as if you are actually, this, this you could continue to turn and look a long way. So if you're looking ahead of you, notice whether there's a constraint to do with your eyes. Maybe as you turn your head to one side, it's easier for your eyes to move to one side, to the other side. After you've done that a few times, you could just keep your head still and move your eyes. Your eyes are just looking to the left, and back to the center, and then eyes looking to the right, and back to the center. Do that slowly. Because moving eyes on their own is not something that we often do. But actually moving your eyes to the side and back to the centre is exercising the muscles around your eyes, which are quite responsible for helping you to focus on your visual field. So as you do this activity, as strange as it might seem, you're actually asking the muscles around your eyes to work because you are actually having to ask those little muscles to move your eyes to the right and then back to the middle. Move your eyes to the right and back to the middle. And then repeat to the left and back to the middle. And you might find that one side, that's it, repeat the movement feels quite different to the other side. So repeat those movements then have a rest whenever you want to. And just place your hands on your chest. Both hands can just rest on your sternum. And I want you this time just to think about bringing one shoulder forward. So you're just bringing your right shoulder forwards um, and then taking it back. So this is this is not a shrug this is just a sort of a turn so as your right shoulder comes forward a bit your left shoulder goes back and allow yourself just to stay gazing ahead allow your head just to be where it is looking with your eyes and just bringing your right shoulder forward and your left one back and then repeating with your left shoulder coming forward and your right shoulder going back and Again, you might find that when you bring your right or left shoulder forward, it just feels, oh yes, I can do that easily. And then when you and you do the other side, it's oh this this is quite different. So before you want to start to improve um, and make it make a bigger movement, remember that everything fits together and that if actually you find that perhaps you're right-handed or left-handed or have a certain way of using yourself, there will be a pattern. Um, And gradually, as you do more self-observation, you'll become more aware of how these patterns fit together. So as you do this movement of the shoulders, forwards and backwards, and then the other shoulder forwards and backwards with your head facing forward, you can begin to start to include either As your right shoulder comes forward, you move your eyes to your left, but your head stays to the front. This is more things that you've got to do. And then as your left shoulder comes forward, you're going to look to your right and your head is going to stay forward, and then come back. And just just play with this movement much as a child would do, playing with shoulder moving or Shoulder moving with head, but eyes stay still. or Shoulder moving with eyes, uh, but head stays still. And then you can try shoulder moving with head and eyes, and all of it's moving. And notice what it then feels like just to turn, to look to one side with your shoulder coming forward and your head turning and your eyes turning to the same direction, and then trying it to the other side. And notice what it feels like when you've, broken this movement down a little bit and then added all the components back together again. And sometimes uh, what can happen is that your brain just goes, ah, oh, I'd forgotten about including that. And actually often when we go to say glance to our right or glance to our left, um, what can be happening is we might be pivoting quite a lot in a certain area. And this just keeps our brain fresh. So this is a brain power activity which is keeping all our neural pathways nicely open and uh, connected and available for us to use. So this is sort of awakening up things that you may not have done since you were a child. You might not have played with moving your eyes and moving your head and keeping your eyes still and doing all of this playing that actually is something that we do when we're learning how to use our body so one last one to come back and play with is put your hands again on the back of your head so your uh, little finger is pointing out and your thumb is pointing down and one hand on your chest and then rolling your pelvis down um, and and as I say feeling what's going on with the back of your head there And then turning and feeling what's going on with the back of your head, turning to one side and the other side. Maybe swap your hands around. If you're going to turn to your left, you might find it easier if you've got your right hand up because your shoulder will tend to come forward on the right side. And if you're turning to your right, you might find it easier to have your left hand up. And just play with these movements. But remember, this is actually Self-observation, and a self-observation process does not include judgment. A self-observation process is just how are things today. When you begin to start to play and include other activities in with what you're doing, then what can happen is that your brain can begin to start to add things together and you can find that things shift, but the goal of doing a process like this is not to increase, improve, better, make yourself more flexible, pliable. Uh, it's actually just to be aware of where you start, um, and if you notice a shift and a change towards the end, then as I say, that's that just is a sign that your brain has decided that it's going to remember some things. And when you do activities like this, the nice thing about these kinds of activities is you you don't have to stress or strain. And in fact, if you do these in a very kind, gentle, easy, relaxed, and as I say, you can do this with your eyes open, your eyes closed. You can do the whole of this in your imagination. You can just do parts of this. Um, but what can happen is that you can find that you know you, you feel maybe a bit tired afterwards because your brain has been working, uh, it's been getting your system to be firing off in a different way. Um, and if you feel sleepy or tired after doing this sort of activity, just rest um, because your system will integrate this work in the same way that if you have um, a lot of new things going on in the day lot of new information coming in to your brain your hippocampus the central part of your brain has to make sense of it all and store it all away in memories etc and when you do this kind of activity it's much the same you're giving your brain some new information it's interesting it's curious and uh, it starts to stimulate things from happening and so if it's going to sieve and open up patterns and memories of things that you realize you haven't done for a while that's all going to happen at an unconscious level and that's the great thing about this you don't have to work hard to do this it's smart work so this is very smart work um it's you exploring you finding out you getting your own laboratory and using yourself so i hope that's of help and remember that if you want to give any feedback, leave some feedback underneath here. You can enter your details, etc. I will put a link into my website. There are quite a number of other recordings that are up on here that are available if you want to have a look through. Some of them might interest, but remember these are not designed to be a medical treatment. If you want to book an appointment with me, you can contact me via my website. I have a contact form on my website um, and you can send me a message and we can book an appointment. You can always have a complimentary 20-minute call with me. We can have a chat with you if it uh, seems that there's something that you want to improve. So I hope this has been of help and I love you very much. And Take care and enjoy the rest of the day. Bye bye.